Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio, New Orleans. Uh, Another Tuesday, another chance to look back and ahead at this point in the football season. Of course, we've got basketball rocking and rolling now in the NBA and on the college level. Looking forward to getting back on the road with the UNO Privateers as we'll take on LSU, a renewal of that rivalry in-state and one that uh, we've tried to do recently, but COVID got in the way. But uh, what, 48 hours out? Looks like we're going to get this one in the books and I'll be happy to be joined by Tick Price to be able to call all the action of that one. I guess Mac McMahon and his uh, first-year squad, they're 2-0, and UNL 1-1. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into basketball a little bit more in depth as the season goes along. When you see results, you know, I was talking to Mark Schlesinger today, the head coach of the Privateers. He was at the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, and I recommend everybody check out videos uh, today on uh, CrescentCitySports.com. Good stuff from uh, Jeff Hunley, the CEO of the Sugar Bowl. Hank Tierney, Linares Elfage, who's doing a great job at Kennedy. Of course, Coach Tierney back at Shaw. Uh, Lisa Stockton, 29 years as the Tulane women's basketball coach. Time flies, 29. Wow. Uh, and she's uh, consistently had her Good teams there, expecting more of the same this year. So, uh, again, good uh, video content, good speakers today. Without a doubt, oh, Marlon Favorite. He's a excellent analyst and now with the LSU radio network. And uh, he's excited about his Tigers. And we'll talk about those Tigers going to Atlanta. Again, check all those videos out as it was the uh, second-to-last quarterback club meeting planned. We'll have one more where we get all of the players of the week together and pick a player of the year. That'll be fun coming up after the Dome Classic in December. But, again, basketball. We're going to get more and more into that, but I will say, don't get it twisted when you look at some of these early season results. If you think a, a, a highly rated team isn't good because you know it has a loss that, oh, can you believe they lost to, to them? And on the flip side, don't think that you've got it all figured out as far as who's really good. Because, well, 
you know, somebody can pull an upset and then their season can go exactly the other way. You think you have teams figured out in the first week or two of any season, you will find time and time again that the that's the very definition of a small sample size and teams can be going through uh, regime changes, injury issues, uh, competitions for important positions still playing out, combinations of those. So don't be too definitive because... We were definitive on LSU a couple times this year on the gridiron and Brian Kelly's first year we'd have said, well, they're just exactly what we thought they were, a team that's just battling to get to a bowl. And yet, here they sit at 8-2 and two and headed to the SEC championship game. And quickly wanting to talk about how, and you never know exactly how a game's going to play out, but how... You can't read too much into one game, one outing. And that would apply to the trip to Fayetteville for the Tigers. How many of the players were actually under the weather on the team? And how many of them are just normal human beings and not National Defensive Player of the Week, Harold Perkins, who apparently was one for sure, as Coach Kelly indicated, that was fighting the flu and out there dominating like prime Lawrence Taylor and really saving the Tigers' skin against the Razorbacks. That's one part of it. The trap game, let down spot talk. I didn't get the indication that that had anything to do with it. Certainly wasn't the case on the defensive side of the ball. LSU was ready to play. But there's something called game planning and scheming you know that can have an effect and sometimes the other team can give you problems show you things or make you adjust to what they're seeing that they haven't had to do this year or they weren't necessarily prepared to do in a given game I think Barry Odom the defensive coordinator for Arkansas did a really good job and I'm not so sure how close to 100% from health standpoint Jaden Daniels was. Don't know that for sure. But I do know that he's a California guy, played at Arizona State. Only two times he had ever played in really cold weather on the college level. His team didn't win. Didn't necessarily perform all that well on offense. And he didn't look comfortable against the Razorbacks. At all. Didn't look comfortable throwing the ball. Didn't look comfortable trusting himself to make the throws that Arkansas was asking him to make. Defense that they weren't giving him anything short and easy. And and early in the game you could see he didn't feel although he made a couple of key clo- throws, including the one on the one touchdown drive to Keishan Booty, that he needed to. But he wasn't up to the standard that we had seen of him accuracy-wise, decision-making-wise in recent weeks. And you could see Arkansas, they weren't dedicating one spy. They, 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 nope, nobody has a Harold Perkins. But they weren't dedicating their you know one player to keep Daniels from running. They were making sure two or three were waiting no more than five yards away from the line of scrimmage to keep him from running. Now... Kelly admitted himself that 
you know, there's some things that they saw that they need to get better in dealing with. And sometimes you just get beat game plan wise. Add it to the weather and being on the road. And the Tigers were fortunate to win the football game. Because if KJ Jefferson's healthy and playing for Arkansas, as good as Perkins and the defense was, they, they probably scored more points and win the game. But sometimes you need that good fortune. You take it and you move on to the next. And now for LSU, they know they're going to play for the SEC championship. They still want to keep their hope alive for the college football playoff, making that Final Four. At least, if not going that route, going to a New Year's Six Bowl. All of those things. I mean, right there on the table for you. So that's that's where you want to be. And it doesn't matter how you get there. And, and we know that Kelly, and you're talking about the active wins leader in major college football, he's just like Nick Saban in the sense that the process matters. It's not just the results. Even in a results-oriented business, you're not going to consistently get the best results without a refined, consistent process. And even when that happens, you're still going to have to have days like at Arkansas where you just find a way to win. And that was the most important part. And in the future, when LSU has even more overall talent at its disposal, the program that Kelly and his staff are establishing is even more ingrained LSU should be less susceptible to situations like we saw on Saturday. Those type of struggles. But that's not where they're at right now. And it's very Cinderella-y what's going on for the purple and gold at this moment. And we're not going to be able to say that very often about this program as it stands in the hierarchy of college football. It's getting back very quickly to where it's supposed to be after a two-year painful hiatus, and it's all to play for. And because they struggled at Arkansas, they're not going to be unfocused against UAB. You get a final home game of the year. It's special for seniors or guys as well who know that they want to move on to the next level as it applies. So there's that emotion there. There's that focus there. And the guys know they were lucky to escape with a win this past week. So they'll be locked in on the 5-5 five and five Blazers, who, by the way, and they haven't played the greatest of overall competition coming in at 5-5. Five and five, But they have run the ball consistently well. Best team they've played is Liberty. You know, they haven't played like a Power 5 beat-down type of money game opponent, which is sort of odd. So it's a big step up in class for them as well, but they want to come in and be physical. And they're not going to come in with any fear and obviously nothing to lose, so LSU needs to be locked in. And there's already trash-talking, at least from one Texas A&M player, about doing you know, nasty things and LSU's breakfast cereal. <laughs> to paraphrase, wanting to ruin their hopes of going to the college football playoffs. So A&M season has completely fallen apart, but the Aggies will be ready 
for the regular season finale. They're not going to a bowl. They have nothing else left to play for. So, they're going to be ready. So the Tigers have to show maturity and understand before they get to be Goliath, I mean, they get to play Goliath in, in Georgia in their home state in Atlanta. They've got to be Goliath themselves and know David's coming at them for a couple weeks. They flipped from being a team not expected to do anything for a team that's playing potentially for everything you hope to play for in the FBS. So they'll have to be locked in. And I'm sure they'll be fine. And something I would like to see, like Mike Denbrock is, well, Mike Denbrock is somebody that from what I've seen of him, I still have my questions about, about the overall ceiling, short and long term for LSU's offense. I credit him as being part of, with Brian Kelly, with Joe Sloan, the quarterback's coach, who's been credited for doing a great job, specifically with helping Daniels come along. I I have my question marks. And, you know, it did feel like LSU's offensive staff was outcoached by Arkansas's defensive staff this past week, pretty heavily, even pointing out the potential issues that could have been specifically hampering Daniels. But uh, he's not going anywhere, and you hope he continues to grow and learn, and he'll look as good as the quarterback he's working with. And we still know that, that Daniels is a work in progress. That's made great progress in just a few months. But there are limitations there with him, including the stats don't lie. Teams are going to challenge him to make throws down the field. He's made so few as far as connections for explosive plays. Is he going to be capable of doing that? LSU's going to be in danger if he doesn't, but at the same time, teams will try to force LSU to do that, and that will take some of the pressure off the line of scrimmage. And the Tigers need to be willing to stick stubbornly with the run a little bit more and realize that their offensive line has come along enough that they can be trusted to do that. Josh Williams, we have a feature on him that Renee Nato just put together on CrescentCitySports.com. That's a tough little runner. He's also a guy you can keep in there that when you do throw the ball, reliable pass blocker, good receiver. But what you like about him, he finds the seam, he runs hard, he gets you what's there. That helps keep your offense on schedule. And what, he had 19 carries against Arkansas. He could probably handle a little bit more. And you still have John Emery mixing in Noah Kane. Armani Goodwin can still be a factor. He looked like he was going to be the number one running back very early in the season before his hamstring injury. Mix them all in there. Start running it more for these next couple of weeks at least. And certainly work behind the scenes knowing if you can't make throws down the field in big chunks, putting long drives together against Georgia, against that defense, it's not a way to live. LSU is going to be a huge underdog in the matchup, and it'll probably come down to just how well their defense plays to have a chance to hang around. But if LSU is actually going to steal that one, then yeah, 
Some big plays need to be made down the field. And quite honestly, outside of the Florida game, well, we saw a couple of those moments. We haven't seen it a lot. And nobody knows that better than that coaching staff in Baton Rouge. They understand that. They're going to find a way to see if they can do it better. They'll be much better, I'm sure, at it next year, assuming Daniels is back and he would be the starter. I think another offseason can really help him. Mechanics and simply working on what you're not good at to get better. But in the short term, got to find a way to get a little better there somehow. But all's well. Chance to make the college football playoff as an SEC champion? It doesn't get any better than this. But let's hope they at least get to Atlanta 10-2. and two. I don't think there's anything that you can say automatically going into either of these final two games that's easy about it. Because you're the hunted now. And how they handle that's going to be crucial. When you switch those roles, it just changes the whole vibe around your team. That's why stressing the process, this is what we do, this is how we work. We're not going to change our day-to-day. We're not going to have any differences in our routine. That can get you a long way towards staying on track But coaches, you know, they'll tell you and they'll work with their team. They still know that you can't block out the outside world. It's still there. It's media slash social media, friends and family and fans. The buzz around you changes. And so does the pressure when you're winning, when you're on top. And that's going to be the next step in the evolution of a program that's been there before, but not this group. And this group, as much as they go into the season like everybody else when you're 0-0, saying, we can win it all. And actually, deep down inside, expect that. They weren't emotionally prepared to be in the spot they're in right now. They were picked 5th, 6th in their own division. So there is a change going on with that while still trying to stay on routine and how the players deal with the physical aspect of later in the season, a little bit more beat up. They've done brilliantly in that category. Strength and conditioning changes have obviously done well for LSU. Those good decisions in hiring and planning by Brian Kelly really standing out, but dealing with the emotions. Everything from what adversity can hit you. A bad weather day, cold, rainy, who knows? Windy. So many different factors. It's never as simple as it seems. And for this LSU team, there's a lot to watch with three more games to go. Before a bowl game. Wherever that may be. And it will have a very small effect on the bright future of this program. But it could have a much bigger effect if they're crazy successful. So in other words, one thing LSU should really take into account is they've already overachieved. And even as the hunted for at least the next couple of games, 
they still have nothing to lose. Psychologically, once they get there and say, there's people that still doubt you. There's people that still say, if you win the next three and beat number one reigning national champion Georgia, you still don't belong in the playoff. You, you still have a lot to prove. That's where you can use the psychology in your favor. And I have no doubt Brian Kelly is more than experienced and understanding of that fact to do so. So you're going to get the best out of these Tigers. Be fun to watch them. Still a house money season. Defensive coordinator Matt House, pun not intended. (laughs) 504-260-1061 is the number. That's 504-260-1061. I'm not avoiding Saints conversation, but we will get to it. But speaking of a team that, you know, had expectations rapidly change for them because of their unexpected level of success, it's a very important reminder for those that are so disappointed about what happened at Yulman Stadium this past Saturday. Just like LSU. There's everything to play for for Tulane. Mm, But they've got to turn around quickly, very quickly, in fact from the UCF loss, and maybe that's the very best thing for them. We'll talk about it when we return. I am Jude Young. This is All Access on 106.1 FM. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? 
For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure, a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. Don't procrastinate. Workplace Open Enrollment will be here soon. Let SelectQuote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes, call 1-800-672-7070. That's 1-800-672-7070. 1-800-672-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at selectquote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Where can you start holiday shopping for a season full of savings? Lowe's, actually. Check back daily for deals during Black Friday month and save $1,281 now on a four-piece LG kitchen suite. Only at Lowe's. Offer valid through 1116. Exclusion supply. See store for details. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. LSU freshman linebacker Harold Perkins has been named the Walter Camp Defensive Player of the Week for his performance in LSU's 13-10 win at Arkansas to clinch the SEC West. Despite playing with the flu, Perkins tied the school record with four sacks as part of eight tackles, and he forced a pair of fumbles. He also had a quarterback hurry and a pass breakup. Oh, by the way, Perkins also the SEC Defensive Player of the Week again. Southeastern Louisiana ranked 23rd in the latest FBS Top 25, heading into Thursday night's Riverbelt Classic meeting with Nickel State and Thibodeau. Hammond star Jaheim Johnson commits to play college football at Tulane. He can play all over the place, chose the wave over Nebraska, Mississippi State, Tulsa, Louisiana Tech, Memphis, and Indiana. The New Orleans Pelicans back in action tonight at home against Memphis, and they've announced that Kyra Lewis Jr. has been assigned to their G League squad at Birmingham. He's coming off of a knee injury that's had him out for over a year now. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. So, yeah, it was a tough day at Yeoman on Saturday for the Tulane Green Wave. There's no doubt about it. It's disappointing. And... You know, the the usual reactions. Look, I had to speed through it on replay. 
Um, fans were saying it. Media, you know the uh, the moments too big for. Them. I mean, it was my first reaction. Well, they fell behind so big so early. Maybe that was it. And maybe sometimes a very talented team just executes extremely well and does something at a level you simply haven't seen all season. John Rice Plumley did play. And he was a one-man wrecking crew in many ways. And UCF's offense that we talked about last week, not only on this show, but on Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher and Gary Smith, the Tulane beat writer, we talked about Gus Malzahn's offense. It's different the way he runs it. And when it's working, it's a speedy quarterback who's actually the most dangerous threat on the field when it's working at its very best. And that's what happened. But you should be encouraged by the fact that Tulane didn't back down. They didn't wilt away. It's a seven-point loss in the end. And they still have it all to play for. Yes, they can't finish 12-1 and now. But they're not even dead to rights to make a New Year's Six Bowl yet as the top group of five team. They can still do that. Now they have to win out. So it hurts a little bit. But not as much as it felt like it hurt at the time. And good news. Tanner Mordecai, SMU on Saturday. And then Black Friday at Cincinnati. Neither one of those offense remotely resembles what the Central Florida Knights bring to the table. Those offenses have conventional quarterbacks who aren't dangerous runners. SMU is a scarier offense on paper. Rhett Lashley picking up the baton from Sonny Dykes, but not necessarily as overpass happy as the Dykes Mustangs were. They run the ball a bit more, and they need to. Because SMU has had more overall explosive wide receiver cores in recent seasons than they do right now, although they are talented. And Mordecai's good, but he's not a superstar. He runs that offense well. No better than the superstar numbers he put up in destroying Houston. Ten total touchdowns, nine through the air. 77-63. It's important to bring up that game from two weeks ago because it's probably the best win on their schedule. They're 6-4, and four, and the best teams they've played, they have not beaten. They did not win at Maryland. They did not win at home against TCU. They did not fare well, especially in the second half at UCF. And even though they lost by two at home to Cincinnati, it really wasn't that close. Cincinnati just stopped scoring, tried to bleed out the clock, and the Mustangs got back into it. Look, you turn around very quickly on a Thursday night, and mentally it's probably best for this Tulane team. And then the excitement, the emotions of senior day, final home game, can really help them. And I think most importantly, 
it's best for this defense to get back to work and play a more conventional opponent, albeit dangerous. And yes, there's no question that SMU's gotten Tulane's number in some painful ways in recent years. So the motivation is there. It's all still there for the Green Wave to get to the conference championship game and have a chance at a rematch. More than likely at Central Florida this time around. But college football rematches tend to favor the team as far as it going a different way, playing out differently the second time. It does favor the team that lost if the teams are close in talent. And these teams are still close in talent, the Knights and the Green Wave. They really are. Tulane can make some adjustments. They will learn if they get a second chance this year from how they struggled in the loss. And this is a much greater test of their focus. Can they realize that they're still a nationally ranked team? They still can win the conference championship. I'm sure they know all this, but can they absorb it and then bring out their very best and play like a championship team? I'll go out on a limb. They win this game. I think they're going to go to Cincinnati and they're going to beat them. Cincinnati's not the team they were last year. They're very well coached, but they have limitations on offense. They're 8-2. Luke Fickle's an excellent coach. They're not an easy team to beat. But I have no doubt in my mind that Tulane can go there and do it. None. They just have to put themselves in a position for it to mean everything first. And recover emotionally. I think they will. As a matter of fact, I expect them to. I was a little surprised that Central Florida had that much success. And yet, thinking about Gus Malzahn high moments in his coaching career, shouldn't have been that surprised. Maybe it's just because of how much faith from watching Tulane's defense this year that I had leading into that game. And I still think that faith is justified and they need to rediscover it and say, that was a learning program for this team and for this program. Uh, A serious learning moment, the big game scenario, and not getting out of the gates the right way. And the fact that they did hang around in that game and not get completely blown out and not crumble... Not, it's, that's not just a moral victory. It's something to tell you that they're still a very good football team. And they should be so locked in on getting a second chance. Their offense is playing well enough. Their defense has often been brilliant and can be again. And I like the matchup for them with SMU. One concern is that The offense needs to be efficient simply from a wear and tear standpoint. Short week, and SMU's top two or three in the country last I looked, in shortest time between offensive plays run. They want to run a ton. 
high, high, high tempo. And that can wear you down. It prevents you from being able to substitute liberally. And even if you're not giving up the explosive play to them, those long drives at high tempo where you have the same unit on the field, particularly those down linemen, that can wear them out quickly. So the offense has to do its part. When those moments happen, they have to respond. And this is a team that can have success, big success against SMU's defense. They're not as big. They're not as talented. They don't have the playmakers that UCF has. And Tulane had success against the Knights. They need to have big success. And they need to put up a lot of points on the Ponies, period. I think they will. This needs to be the defining game for the Tulane offense where they take advantage of a defense that can be had on their home field in a massive game. If they do that, not only do they keep their championship hopes alive in the American, but they make those hopes probably higher than they've ever been because of answering adversity quickly with the kind of response that a really good football team worthy of playing for a championship is able to do. I hope they do. And I think they will. As a matter of fact, I, I believe they will. Something about this team. They're well coached. They've got the right talent in the right places. And the most talented team in the conference, as everybody said, was UCF. And everything really went their way offensively. You lost by a touchdown. If you get another chance, when you're the clear underdog in their house, you're going to get the, the same chance to do what you didn't do the first time. Take that early punch. Don't fall into a hole. Handle the favorite the team you need to get past, the best they've got early in the game, and not be far behind. And then play out the rest of the game on even terms. That's going to be the challenge. And they'll be better off having experienced this past Saturday to try to pull that off if they get there with everything on the line, the title actually on the line that day. First things first, SMU. Hopefully the fans come out and support them enough and give them enough of a home field advantage. They're still nationally ranked. They're still playing for a conference title. It would be an indictment. The last chance to see this team in person, in town, to not be out there to support. 504-260-1061 is the number. It's 504-260. 1061. All right. Put it off long enough. We will talk about the New Orleans Saints when we come back and just how ugly this game coming up on Sunday might be. When we saw the schedule months ago, Rams at Saints leading into Thanksgiving week in the Dome. Wow, that's going to be heated. That's going to be exciting. Hmm. It's like we thought LSU was going to struggle to make a bowl game and Tulane just getting to bowl eligible would be a good season, right? That's why we play the games. 
Good news on those two fronts, not so much with the black and gold. We'll discuss it when we return on 1061. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. The daddy finally got the math down deal. Okay, so three McNuggets dipped three times plus five of my fries. Mm-hmm. Minus three of your fries plus a bite of your McNuggets. Hey. Equals? There's a deal for every moment on the McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. Get all your favorite items, like a four-piece chicken McNuggets, a McDouble, small fries, and a McChicken for just a few bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. The daddy finally got the math down deal. Okay, so three McNuggets dipped three times plus five of my fries. Mm-hmm. Minus three of your fries plus a bite of your McNuggets. Hey. Equals... There's a deal for every moment on the McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. Get all your favorite items, like a four-piece chicken McNuggets, a McDouble, small fries, and a McChicken for just a few bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Where can you start holiday shopping for a season full of savings? Lowe's, actually. Check back daily for deals during Black Friday month. And save $1,281 now on a four-piece LG kitchen suite. Only at Lowe's. Offer valid through 1116. Exclusions apply. See store for details. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Ready to party for a good cause? This Friday evening, head to the Yaya Art Center for Just Say Yaya, a fundraiser featuring live music from Preservation Hall, great food, and more. Afterwards, keep the party going as one of the world's top DJs, Steve Aoki, returns to the Metropolitan Nightclub for a set to remember. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, pick up the new bar guide issue of Where You At at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town or read it now on whereyat.com. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. It's a broken record at this point, but I will say it again, and I'm glad to hear Dennis Allen at least considering the option. 
even if he's not quite 100%, and with the back injury issue that Jameis Winston has, it sounds more and more like you're not going to get to that all season long. If you want to have meaning for the rest of the season, your only option is if Winston's ready to play and cleared to play, to put him back out there. Because one more time, current state Andy Dalton is not going to win you nearly enough football games. I mean, there was no greater evidence of that than this past game. Especially when you have injuries that start to kick in as the season goes along. Your offensive line's not quite where you need it to be. And you play a defense that you catch at the wrong time. Because any time Pittsburgh has T.J. Watt healthy and available, it's a wrong time to catch them. Talk about one guy who affects his team so much. Outside of a quarterback, Watt's up there with the most important players in the league. And the reality is Watt's known more for his wreaking havoc as a pass rusher, right? It was what was done to totally smother the running game. Saints had no running game. And the Steelers were saying, hey, okay, Dalton, make throws, beat us. He's not capable of doing that on a regular basis or, or almost at all. The game was still there to be won, too. Let's not forget that. It was 10-10, to going to the fourth quarter. Saints simply couldn't do it. And I do believe that if you're going to have it be that dire and Andy Dalton's still going to wind up, especially in these road games we've seen, having a couple turnovers at least, isn't that why... You're not playing Winston. Oh, he's going to get you beat. Well, I think Dalton, even a more experienced cerebral quarterback by nature, is going to get you beat because of his other limitations. He's physically limited. Defenses aren't afraid. He can't thread that needle down the field. The reality is if Pittsburgh wouldn't have gone so soft on defense at the end of the second quarter, your typical late-half defense... I don't think the Saints see the end zone. The whole game. That was it. At least Winston can give you a fighting chance even when everything else is dire. Hey, he might throw three, four interceptions. At that point, what's the difference? A loss is a loss. What he might do is what he did in the fourth quarter of game one at Atlanta. He gets it going. He makes throws that big-time arm talents like him can make. You've got to have that in your arsenal. Either go with him or go full-fledged Taysom Hill, but tell Taysom Hill that self-preservation can't be an option anymore. We're 3-7. and seven. We're desperate. You're going to have to be reckless Taysom Hill. Whatever it takes to move this team, come up with key scores and get wins. Make those choices because going with what feels like the safest choice is dooming this team to just being flat out bad.
might be first to 10 wins this week. Oh, Rams, Saints again. Let's get excited. In the Dome. Going to be a lot of fire breathing about that because of the no-call game. Instead, the reigning Super Bowl champion Rams, they're a mess. They haven't run the ball all year. Their offensive line isn't good. They only had Cooper Cup in their passing game, and now he has a high ankle sprain. Matthew Stafford couldn't even play last week. He's been playing hurt all year. And the Rams' defense is still good, though. Good enough that what we've seen from the Saints' offense could lead to more putrid results. If Andy Dalton starts, and no matter what quarterback starts for the Rams on the other side, if that combination happens, then yeah, points are going to be at an absolute premium. Both seasons are probably over. We'll see how the Rams feel about that, especially now with Cooper Cup being out. Because if Stafford's compromised and the Rams feel like, well, I mean, uh, I don't think we're digging out of this hole. They're 3-6. and six. I don't see that in Sean McVay and company's DNA. But that mortgaging of the future, they got the Super Bowl out of it. And they're fortunate they got it last year because they're facing... Tough times, just like the Saints are in the medium term as well. They don't play in the NFC South either, where the Saints are still hanging around. They could turn it around right now and win at Tampa coming up. They could still win the division. If they just win their divisional games and find a couple more wins, maybe they could win the division. But it's got to start now. So the Saints are the ones who have to make the dramatic move and say, we've got to win this game. And our offense isn't going to get anywhere against the defense we're about to face either unless we do something different. So it ought to be Winston. And know for sure that he's an unsalvageable project. He's the one you spent the $15 million on this year versus the three for the insurance policy, Dalton. Cashed in the insurance policy earlier than they wanted to, but they should go back to the guy they paid to be the number one, the QB1, and give him one more chance. If he's got the best in him in his current state, if there's a best in him that can get you going, you're going to know pretty quickly. You don't have to stick with it, but it's probably at least a week past time to find out. We'll see what they do. Even then, do I think they can save the day? Probably not. Heading into this three-game stretch with the Rams being the third, I, I thought, well, if they really want to realistically give themselves a chance to win the South and make the playoffs, they really needed to win two out of three, and they've already lost the first two. Coming up after the Rams, at San Francisco, at Tampa, then after the bye, they get Atlanta and Carolina at home. They're the bread on the sandwich that includes trips to Cleveland on Christmas Eve, Philly on New Year's Day. I'm not seeing, especially knowing that Deshaun Watson will be back for Cleveland, I'm not seeing the Saints' chances looking too good 
right now the best chance they have of winning any of those four remaining road games might be Tampa. Probably Tampa for sure, as we sit right now. They've got to find ways to not only win games that aren't against divisional opponents, but they pretty much have to sweep the divisional opponents too. We're at drawing an inside straight <laughs> level need at this point. I would just like to see the dice rolled and see if you can get the best out of Jameis Winston just to get it going before there's nothing left to get going. 504-260-1061. Jude Young, one more segment to go here on All Access when we return on 106.1 FM. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. 
Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. The daddy finally got the math down deal. Okay. So three McNuggets dipped three times plus five of my fries mm-hmm. minus three of your fries plus a bite of your McNuggets. Hey. Equals? There's a deal for every moment on the McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. Get all your favorite items like a four piece chicken McNuggets, a McDouble, small fries and a McChicken for just a few bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Ah, the speed round, as usual, at the end of the show, where we like to look at what you should be checking out on CrescentCitySports.com. But before that, another reminder, big in-state rivalry. It's always fun when the UNO Privateers get to take on the LSU Tigers. And we're going up to Baton Rouge on Thursday for that pregame 645 tip-off at 7 p.m. I'll be joined by the coach, Tick Price, as UNO and LSU renew acquaintances. Again, right here on 106.1 FM and NashFM1061.com. Now, as for what you can check out on CCS, that's Crescent City Sports. Really good piece on Josh Williams. What a story he's become. It's very rare when an SEC title contender, a national championship contender, has a number one running back who's a walk-on. But Josh Williams has made that happen, becoming the most reliable option, coming off a big game at Arkansas, and a good uh, piece about his rise, his decision to give it a go at an LSU, and how it's really paid off by Rene Nato. Definitely suggest you should check that out. Also, all the video today from Tulane's weekly get-together, with the football program, Willie Fritz, Michael Pratt, Tajay Spears, Nick Anderson, all talking about bouncing back the matchup with SMU. And uh, you'll like the tone, I think. You'll like the the vibes they're given. Uh, there's an understanding that opportunity is ahead to move on from the loss this past Saturday. And other features available, getting you ready for the week ahead. We'll have coverage of Pels and Grizzlies a little later tonight as well, and I'll mention once more those videos from the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club today, the monthly meeting. Good stuff from Hank Tierney, along with Mark Schlesinger and Lisa Stockton and Lenaris Elfage talking about their teams. A little breakdown of bowl season, the Sugar Bowl being on a weird day, December 31st coming up from Sugar Bowl CEO Jeff Hundley. All those videos, if you couldn't make the lunch and you can hear what was said by all the speakers today by clicking on CrescentCitySports.com. Of course, I want to thank Rudy Dixon, who will be back at the controls as the producer for UNOLSU for the great work that he's done tonight. I'm Jude Young saying, night, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
and at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford, 